Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard. On the mics this week, we have the Z Man. What's up, Z? Wow, thing. You make my heart sing. You make everything groovy. Yeah. Winning. And on the other mic, we have the illustrious Corey G. What is up, sir? Hey, buddy. What's going on? Just helping my wife clean up some baby puke. That sounds awesome. Yep. What up, everybody? <laughs> what up, everybody? I'm Spear. This week... Because I'm, because I'm me. That's right, Charlie. Because you're you. This week, something must be done about Charlie Sheen. This is going to be part of a two-part expose wherein the... Four listeners' house of celebrity consulting. That's right. The four listeners' house of celebrity consulting comes in to correct the mess that is Charlie Sheen. This week, we're going to focus on the man, the myth, the legend himself... And then next week we'll get into, oh God, why does everyone want to put him on the front page of everything? And the answer is because he is winning. This is going to be a bad radio show, a morning radio show commercial here. Doesn't matter. Dude, I got a soundboard. I'm going to have some fun with it. All right. (laughs) Why? Because I'm I'm me. I'm by winning. That's right. I want to hurt you so bad right now. You want to kill me? No, not kill you. I just want to hurt you. Yeah, you can't kill me. Wonder why? Dines for fools. <laughs> Thank I don't you, Charlie. Think, I don't think you can do this. Can't is the cancer of happen. That's right. It's like a virgin in a whorehouse. Oh, you can't stop me, dude. I got tiger blood, man. That's right. <laughs> I'm by winning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll make a rule. You can't use the same clip more than once. Winning. No. <laughs> okay. For, first, I have to, uh, I have to say something. Um, I was told months ago by a friend of mine, um, Lynn, who's a, a, a loyal listener of the show, that we were that we that we should do a Charlie Sheen show. And I said at the time, no. This is pre pre crazy. This is pre crazy, right? I mean, this is when he was still when when cars were still you know mysteriously disappearing. This is when he was still you know banging banging porn stars. You know, two at a time down, you know, down the hallway from his kids, and, and it was just like, you know what? Later for that, but but the, I, I gotta say, I'm sorry. We should have done this show a long time ago. Now it just feels like we're piling on. But it, when the, in Rome, the, when, right? When in Rome, right? I mean, the guy, the guy has completely gone off the reservation. I mean, he's gone from he's gone from being the highest paid television star to being fired. To being fired. I mean, as we're sitting here recording right now, um, word has just gotten out that he got fired from Two and a Half Men. And I mean, for for eight seasons or so, he it was it was the highest rated comedy on television. He was the highest paid actor on television. He had it all going on. And then and then he completely went off the reservation. And and, and I'm at the point with this where he is either. He's either doing one of these Andy Kaufman, um, Joaquin Phoenix type of of performance art pieces, or he is completely, completely insane. He's insane. Nobody's that good. I I, I can't I can't disagree. I, I mean, if 
if he was if he was putting on a show, his kids would not have been taken be away from on him. A show. He can't be putting on a show and be the highest paid actor. This is just career suicide. There's no way that a publicist would have approved this. No, in fact, his his publicist quit. Right, right after that's right, true. Right after um, his longtime publicist quit on him, right after he did the 2020 interview, and, and it's by the way, right after the 2020 interview, when the cops showed up at his house, you know, with his uh, at the behest of his estranged wife to go get the kids and take them into custody. It's like David Hasselhoff all over again. Do it, it's like David Hasselhoff to the to the nth degree. I mean, David Hasselhoff was just on the floor. Crying, crying and... about a cheeseburger. This guy, this guy went on went on tour to different radio shows, to, to different uh, TV shows, basically throwing the producer of of Two and a Half Men, Chuck Lorre, under the bus. Um, at one point, he called him uh, Chaim Levine, and he, he he was he was pulling a page from Mel Gibson's playbook there, where he was making all kinds of anti anti Semitic remarks, and we all know. I mean, if, Charlie, if, you, if you've been watching the news at all, you knew that the Mel Gibson anti-Semite thing didn't go down so good in Hollywood, brah. It's because the Jews control it. Well, That's right. right. But, I mean, even even so, I mean, it's just, it, it didn't work out for, for our boy Mel, you know? Mel Mel has now been blacklisted. He's been, you know, put on the, uh, put on the, the do not work with list. And now it happened to you there, Chuckles. You know, you've gone you've gone from being a you know top of the top of the line television actor to a running joke. Did you just call him top of the line? He was. He was, unfortunately. Come on. I mean, for for what he for what he was doing. But here's the interesting bit about it, though. I mean, on Two and a Half Men, Charlie was basically playing a PG thirteen version of himself, right? So the whole the whole show was kind of kind of written around the fact that Charlie Sheen is a bad boy and his his character on the show whose name happens to be Charlie is kind of a bad boy he's a womanizer he's uh he's an alcoholic you know it's just basically a dumbed down version of of Charlie's actual life did anyone watch that thing i, I mean i I'd, I'd watch it in reruns right yeah i've never seen an episode i i've seen it in reruns and it's funny it's funny it's funny because because behind every every joke, there is a little bit of truth, right? A good comedian will tell you that in every joke there is a little bit of truth, and that's what made Two and a Half Men funny. It made it made it somewhat endearing because you're you're watching Charlie play a version of himself that is you know somewhat softened, and you can get, and then he had this kind of like good guy Charlie kind of thing going on, and, and then you have you have these kinds of stories where he tears apart a room in the plaza. With with two porn stars with his kids down the hall, and then there's no remorse for it. There's 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 just Charlie's, you know, ramblings of of you know. I got tiger blood, man. I, I mean, it's the tiger hey, you know blood. The, 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 the market for tiger blood has gone up oh, crazy. It's now. ridiculous. The, the, I mean, the tiger blood, the um, the the Vatican assassin, the the warlock magic thing. What winning? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's winning right now. Everything's winning right now. He is now the Guinness World Record holder for fastest fastest Twitter followers or something along those lines. He amassed 1.3 million followers faster than anybody had ever done it before. And now he's 
He's up above 2 million followers on Twitter. That just gave me an idea for a new show. What's that? Something must be done about the Guinness Book of World Records. (laughs) There you go. The fact that there's a world record for the fastest to reach whatever number of Twitter followers is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So so we've established that it's not... It's not a, uh, it's not an act, right? I think we all agree on that. It's not an act. It's, it's my opinion act. that it is not an act. All right. So if it's not an act, then his latest tour, for me, if if we're not watching an act, we're watching an incredible plea for help. And at some point, at some point, he's he's he is going to die. He is going to die. He he is so he he is so mental at this point. That it is just a matter of time before something happens to him. Well, just, I mean, just think about, I, I totally agree with you that it's a call for help. Just look at all the, like, with that kind of money, you wouldn't be able to be, you know, friends with people or trust people, especially women. You know, how are you going to meet somebody and settle down and marry her and not worry about her just doing it for the money? But or he's married twice. Right, or three times, or four. I, I don't know. He's That's, he's well, married a bunch of times at this point. I mean, he just doesn't. At one point, he th- he threatened. He threatened his last wife. He threatened to cut off her head, and mail it back to her, or something like that. I mean, so whose responsibility is he? Whose responsibility? Nobody's nobody wants to take ownership of this. Yeah, actually, Martin Sheen and and whatever the woman's name is wanted to get a uh, what's the word intervention? No, like a. Uh, custodianship or something over him to throw him into rehab power of attorney but what do not you, but what power do you do of attorney with but yeah what do you do with him at that point he's locked I mean, him in rehab and i'm talking like real rehab dude, like re- uh rehab is not train spotting rehab rehab <laughs> rehab is not gonna help this guy this guy needs serious psychotherapy he needs to be not even i don't even think psychotherapy i think this judge i think he just gets locked in the funny farm right well, you need rehab to get off the drugs, and then you can start the therapy. He's saying he's off the drugs. If you, if you, if you, do you believe him? If you assume yes, that he's aren't. off the drugs, right? If you assume that he's off the drugs, then he is he is past the point of no return mentally. Maybe he's just fried. Maybe all the drugs that he's taken. I mean, he's he's made he's made statements to the fact that he he's he's done more drugs than any human can possibly you know can, can possibly handle. I mean, he's made this statement. I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. I don't even know what seven gram rocks means, but it <laughs> sounds like a lot. I don't is know he, if it's a lot or not. Is he is he trying to get the Guinness Book of World Records for that too? I guess. The largest rock smoked. The largest rock smoked. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I, so, I mean, but then he then he turns around and he's like, he's like, I don't need rehab. I I set up the the Sober Valley Lodge in my house. And then and I blinked and I cured my brain. He blinked and he, he cured his brain. <laughs> so I had How long did you spend planning this, Chris? I haven't been planning anything, man. We're talking about it; it's just coming naturally. I, I'm just, I'm just winning. I'm just winning, man. You just, you have to I have a script blood, there. Man. You scripted your first twenty plays I, in this podcast. I did not. Uh, I'm just winning. I'm just winning. You're like goddamn Andy Reid over there. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't plan any of that out. It just came natural. I don't believe you. Nah, Nobody's that good. If I could it's get, like, if I could get Charlie Sheen to say "fuck your mom," I'd have that playing right now. <laughs> Dude, you should write him an email. I bet he'd do it for you. <laughs> I would. 
my point is this. I think he's he's gotten he's gotten to the point where I, I don't think I don't think rehab helps him. I, I think it's I think it's time I think it's time for the funny farm. Because I think when you watch these videos, we're gonna we're gonna come back and we're gonna watch this stuff and it's gonna be like we could have gotten in the way. We could have we could have we could have stopped this. I mean, you have to watch some of the stuff that he has on on UStream. I mean, it, it is beyond the point where it's sad. I mean, some of it's it, you could look at it and consider it's funny, but if you see the look on his face, the the the, the dull the dullness in his eyes, I mean, it's just it's sad. It really is. I thought you were leading up to putting him down like a family pet. Dines for not, fools. Not not putting him in the funny farm. Dines for fools. But I agree with you, you know, after doing that much drugs, it's like huffing paint. Yeah. How many uh, How many functioning brain cells can there be left? Yeah, I, I mean, and, and what's what's kind of sad about it, I mean, is is it turns into like the uh, the the John Belushi, the, the John Belushi, Michael Sorry. Jackson type of deal, right? Where here's a guy who is at the top of his game. And whether whether you saw the show or not, whether you liked it or not, I mean, there were people who did. There were people that found that people that found this guy funny, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with with uh, with like Belushi. Um, you know, Belushi was a guy that was, you know, that partied, that just nonstop partied. I mean, he was he was renowned for how hard he could party, and then you know, it eventually just caught up to him and ended up eventually killing him. It's, it's the same kind of deal. Uh, you got uh, Farley, Chris Farley. Didn't he have a heart attack? Yeah, but I'm sure the drugs didn't help. He did drugs? Or, I thought he was just fat. Uh, that dude no, party. There were drugs in there, too. Yeah, he was a hard partier, too. You had Farley in there. You had Corey Haim, right? Who yeah, never, he was never right. quite. You could see his brain was 30 IQ points short of average. Right, but, I mean, it was, you know, here, here was a guy who had the world handed to him, couldn't handle it. Sounds, sounds a lot like Charlie. Had the world handed to him, couldn't handle it. And then, and then basically just, you know, went on a slow, a slow roll into obscurity, and then finally death. Another guy, <laughs> Elvis. Elvis was Elvis was the king of rock and roll, man. And then, you know, had it, couldn't handle it, ended up dead on a toilet. <laughs> I mean, kind of, kind of. If a, you subscribe to that theory, well, right. I mean, but I mean, this is this is what we're talking about. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about these guys that. Or these people, like even um, Anna Nicole Smith, you know. But I think she was just she. This is Anna, Anna Nicole Smith was the same kind of thing. Same kind of thing with Charlie, where you watched her slowly die. You watched her slowly die bit by bit on on her show, and then it got it, it got to the point where it was sad to watch. It was depressing to watch it, and I think that's kind of where we're at now with Charlie. It's just sad to watch. It's sad to watch this guy unravel. You know what the worst part about it is? Is that, you know this gets back to what? What do you do with the money? He's got all, all he has surrounding him is just this crew of sycophants. Nobody, nobody's helping this guy. They're just, they're just kind of enabling him to just be as crazy as he can be. Yeah. Right. He's got the two porn stars living with him, and then if you watched any of that the the UStream thing, he's just got a crew of sycophants around him. You know, there's there's nobody there to say. Stop, Charlie. You're 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 crazy. You're, you're running you're running wild. There's no support. I agree, I agree there's, with there's you. There's no support. You know what he needs? He needs. He needs to hire us. He needs Kit. What? Right. He oh, need, like we brought up in the other episode. He needs Kit. 
How is Kit going to help him? Because he would get into Kit. Kit would lock the doors and take him to the appropriate place. Right? This was part of our. This was part of the services that we were going to provide in the Four Listeners House of Celebrity Consulting. Kit was going to okay. be like the opposite of bad idea genes. Right. <laughs> either that, so, either that, or he he needs he needs an idea caddy or something along those lines. Right? It's like I guess it's the the cousin to the whore caddy. He needs he needs the he needs the guy who's basically going to say, "That's a good idea, Charlie." That's a bad idea, Charlie. <laughs> no, see, you know what? He needs to come to f- four listeners' celebrity rehab, where we'll have a bunch of caterpillars, and we'll take them out, <laughs> digging shit up and everything. Which kind of caterpillars are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just make it clear this time, right? We're talking about the vehicles, the all construction right, machinery. Right. You know, show them, <laughs> show them what type of real fun can be had with Mark Zuckerberg's billions. There we go. That, so ladies Charlie, and gentlemen, look. that, ladies and gentlemen, is called a callback. Make sure you go back and listen to our show about Mark Zuckerberg's billions. See, we, you know, we charge a modest fee, maybe a hundred grand. We tell Charlie what he needs to do with his money to to get him real joy and satisfaction in life, and then he's cured. He's cured. Sounds like a plan. I like this plan. I'm Thank excited you. to be a part of it. Let's do it. All right. Charlie Sheen, if you're listening, give us a call. Or check us out on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash listeners or fourlisteners.com. And you know what you could do, Chuckles? You could check us out on the iTunes. You, know, you could search for four listeners, and we'll pop up. I think it's important that he does this. I agree. I think there's a lot that Charlie can learn. If, 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 if nothing else, we can give him some new catchphrases. Absolutely. He, he can start using farming babies. Yes. <laughs> I want that to trend on Twitter instead of winning. I need farming babies should trend on Twitter. Take your two million followers, Charlie, and start trending farming babies. That's what we need. I, I like fuck your mom better. Fuck your mom. That's what we need. Fuck your mom is probably more marketable. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Next week. Next week we do. We stay tuned for the second part of this, wherein we take. We take the press and the media to task for their their enablement of Charlie. It's not just his not just his crew, his sycophantic crew that enables Charlie. It's all the press that he gets. So stay tuned for that. We're coming back with that next week. Yeah, because Charlie just didn't become crazy. Car- Charlie's been crazy. He just now is being promoted for being crazy. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to cover that next week. But we appreciate you guys listening to us this week. And we hope you'll check us out next week. Thanks a bunch, everybody. Shut up. Shut up. Stop. Move forward. I hate this fucking song.